Lovers, welcome to episode six, season two of Big Love Energy, the podcast. I'm your host, Jessie Lou. Thank you for joining us. Today, we have Brielle Holmes. The subject is being a bold woman. Oh my goodness, we just finished recording and I cannot wait for you to sink your ears into this. Sink your ears? <laughs> you get the gist. I, we talk deeply um brielle is a deep thinker and um i just can't wait for you to hear what she has to say about being a fearless bold woman and energies and frequencies and actual factual tangible tips to help you start living boldly in your day-to-day life i'm not going to talk anymore we'll get straight into the episode enjoy Hello, welcome lovers. Today we have the amazing Brielle Holmes on Big Love Energy, the podcast. Welcome, Brielle. Thank you for having me. It's so nice to be here. I'm so excited. I absolutely have, I've told you (laughs) in in a creepish way that I've admired you from afar for for a while now. And I just, when we sat down and, and planned out this season, I just wanted, I was like, you know, we're big love energy, but really big feminine energy is a mm. huge part of what I'm about. And um, I couldn't think of a more stronger female that I look up to on Insta, honestly. And I don't know if you're even aware, but just your energy, um, watching your strength, but softness and your courage and the way you show off in the world. I just had to share you with my mm. community who I love so much. So yeah, I just, I think um, I, I wanted to know more. And so I thought, let's get get her on the show and have a have a chat. And yeah, so let it let us know a bit more Bri- about Amazing. Brielle. How a bit of an elevated pitch. Mm, I just like just hearing those words. It is. It's such a when you say like I don't even know if you know that, and it's so I don't know that at all. And hearing those words, it's just like oh my god. It almost makes me quite emotional to know that that's how you view me. And it's also what is also so beautiful is like that's a reflection of you right you know and I often say that to people it's like we can only identify what exists within us because it's like I know what that is I see you that whole I see you I see you yeah and thank you for reflecting that back to me to see my own power so um my name's Brielle I am 25 years old um I'm originally from a small town called Dubbo in New South Wales I don't know if you've heard of that before heard of Dubbo (laughs) yeah for those listeners out there that have no idea where that is it's about 12 hours from the gold coast five hours inland from sydney a really small country town so grew up in um an environment that was very you know small town syndrome i feel like that is where a lot of my boldness and um standing up for self really came into play okay and yeah, I feel like that it, it shapes me. I love being from the country and I, I own that in full. It's, I'm very quick to tell people I'm from Dubbo. Um, I feel the same way about Logan. <laughs> oh, you're from Logan. Yeah. yeah. I don't yep. know what it's it, character building. Right. Yep. I don't know what it is. I'm often like, hey, my, my name's real. I'm from Dubbo. And people are like, okay, we could have left that out. But anyway. <laughs> Minor detail. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I feel like you as well, when you meet people from the country, there's kind of like this like unspoken. Yeah yeah salt of the earth like it's just yeah yeah. for sure um and a little bit about me I have been on for lack of a better word a journey like we all have um 
And I would say my journey took me on a journey at a really young age. Yeah. Um, just from growing up in a childhood where, you know, I like to say it was a colourful experience and it has just propelled me into everything that I've done and everything that I am today. And there's been some massive twists and turns and traumas and I'm at a place now where it's just like full acceptance of everything that I've done wrong in quotation marks (laughs) and everything that, you know, I held shame or guilt around and it and fully embracing all parts of me now to, yeah, be in the now and inspire others to do the Amazing. same. Amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I um yeah, well, I'd love to go a little bit deeper on that, but I'm going to yeah. I'm going to fast forward to a question um in your Instagram bio you have multi modality practitioner <laughs> listed. Twister, yeah. <laughs> um I would love to know. It's not it's something I've never heard of, but mm. I would love to know what that is. For sure. I think, um, and it's funny, I actually got this, had this conversation yesterday on a call with one of my clients and she, you know, she's like, what do you label yourself? She's, uh, does hair and she's like and now I'm educating do I call myself an educator or call call myself a teacher like it all feels a bit icky mm. and I was like you know what I know what you're saying and I think the ick comes from like wanting to squeeze yourself into a box mm. to identify for other people yes and that's all we're doing is making it easier for them to understand yep. who we are yes and I don't even understand who the fuck I am. Yeah. So I'm like, let oh. me just save my own ass here and say I do many things yes. and I wear many hats and you're going to get a completely different person, uh, you know, the more that I grow as well and I'm not going to do myself a disservice or you by identifying as one yep. thing. Um, Amazing. So multimodality is, to me, it's like that central side of me. It's the party side of me it's that masculine side to me the feminine side to me um the really rough side to me um the classy side to me it all comes out and allowing all of that to play in my space of work so yeah (laughs) that's amazing I love that um so in essence like from the work that I see that you provide you allow is it mostly women that you work with to become bold you facilitate because I know that you're an amazing breathwork facilitator as well um but yeah so you provide a space for women to come into their light um and you also um expansion like work on their expansion so yeah so talk talk to me about that how how do you get yourself out there it's so funny because just by default women and I never just opened it up to women but that's just the way that it went so this next course that I've done is called bold and I was it's actually you know bold for the compelling woman who dares to lead and my first course that I brought out was um elevated expansion and that was very much just identifying where you're at now and and bold it's quite the same it's really accepting like I spoke about just before accepting where you're at right now and then Mm. choosing to expand from that yeah but it's only when we accept where we are right now that we can expand or that we can become bold and um I think a lot of other practitioners might disagree with me in the sense that you have to start with exactly where you are right now and goal setting for me is (laughs) sometimes a load of shit because it's like let me sit down on the end of my bed and actually go where am I ruining my life yeah right you know what am I doing every day that is not for the highest good of myself and all 
and you know it's wishful thinking to have these amazing goals but it's like can I accept that I'm whole in this moment Mm. and to look at my behaviors that might be preventing me from moving forward wow so really just yeah it's like a reverse Reverse. engineering it yeah Yeah. (laughs) which is a lot of my um clients will say that to me where they're like it's like a um a mental switch yes they're like we're looking at it as this and then it's like let me actually play with the opposite oh my Um, goodness yeah because we're so future focused and it seems unattainable at times Mm. but if we accept who we are where we are right now and then sort of focus on Mm. what's holding us back like that would be 10 times more powerful Mm. I can imagine it's the hardest thing to do right we hear it all the time like be present come back to the now and yeah our body is so used to just living outside of ourselves and it's the hardest thing to do is to actually just be into the present moment. Yes. And that's why the biggest thing I teach or facilitate, um, I like to say to them, I walk alongside you because I'm learning with you as well. Wow. And I don't know. Yeah. You know, the minute that I think I know, I know nothing. So, um, yeah, I like to say to them, let's just start from where we are. And all I'm going to do is open space for you. I'm big on saying opening space and not holding space. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. My reasoning for that is I, it's not my responsibility to hold you or anyone else, but I will open some space for you to come in, you know, discover and get curious about what's in there to love now. Wow. Have you always been such a deep thinker? Like d- most people would look at that and just be like, word it completely different. <laughs> you but know, you to be able to uh, look at it like that, where does that come from? It can do my head in. And even like when I'm going on listening to myself just then, it's like there's that energetic pullback of like reel it in. Yeah. <laughs> reel it in because, I yeah, yeah, I have always been a deep thinker. Yeah. Um, it. <laughs> It has been my life yes. of just challenging, not being a challenging person, but just challenging everything that's been placed in front of me yeah. and going, but what if that's not what, it's, what it's presenting it is? Yeah. Um, and I guess that that in itself, that essence is just what I embody and and teach, I guess. Yeah. Mm, so and so on, the, on the other side, I see you do work with people really less fortunate, mm. um, whether in disabilities and also the, the homeless. Like mm. what, talk me through that. What's where, what's drawn you yeah. to that work? I love love that. And like we said at the start, you know, and um, you were speaking into the light and the dark. Yeah. And I feel like you can relate. It's like I've always had to have my hand in both. Yes. Yeah. Um, because it's that contrast. It's that spectrum. It's for me it's like if you're – enduring this light then I've got to be shining it into the darkest corners of the world you know so for me mostly you know I worked in the social welfare sector for seven years prior to this and I worked in child protection mostly and I was still pretty dare I say like unhealed or working from a wounded space at that time and I was just advocating for my inner child. I I can recognize that now because I just would go above and beyond for these kids. So I worked um, with kids that were at risk of being removed. So we were kind of like the last resort. We would go in and try to fix things as much as possible to prevent them from being removed. Um, 
you would see some really harsh things. And I would look around me. I was the youngest in my field. I got into that work when I was 18. I was really fortunate to actually even get a mm. job. And I climbed the ladder internally, um, which was amazing. I have, have, yeah, it was incredible. I honestly don't have words to explain what I seen or experienced throughout, but just... Did you find that in that process you were able to find some healing? Was yeah, that served it, its purpose that way as well? It really, really helped me identify a lot of my own yep. stuff and a lot of my own behaviours and a lot of my own what's wrong with me. Yeah. Um, and then actually getting to love those parts of me through these kids as well. Oh. So that was really cool. And the homelessness was another part of it. Um and then another really interesting one, which I'll tell you about is I went the opposite spectrum and worked with um, adults and it was in mental health. Yep. And the difference in my nervous system between those two jobs was like, here I was being an advocate and a protector for these kids. And then I've thrown myself into this job where I'm working with the perpetrators. And wow. Um, so I was working with men only and these men, um, were murderers so I had three clients and they all had murdered um two their wife and one just their neighbor so it was the difference like I said in my body of working with those two different like the kid and there's pure light in child protection then going to like perpetrator and just thinking like oh my god I'm going grocery shopping and doing community things with this. This is just the highlight of like stranger danger. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, walking around coals and you just, you know, people, families, and you're just thinking I'm, I'm, you know, with a murderer right now. But yeah. in hindsight, some of these men were the most amazing, beautiful hearted men that you'd ever meet. And unfortunately they just had such strong mental illnesses that their psychosis was so yep. real for them that unfortunately that's yep. what played out mm. so that uh that was my final straw yeah. for a little bit and then I was like let <laughs> me park that yeah. for a bit yeah let me go somewhere where my energy is going to be reciprocated I and mean, I was yeah. always you know I was a yoga teacher I was um still am a yoga teacher but I was doing my yoga practice meditating I loved all of the spiritual woo-woo stuff yeah and then I was like okay I want to turn this into what I do for a living um I want to actually feel like my energy is being reciprocated and I want to go to work. I want to show up and I don't want to feel drained and re-traumatized. Yep. I want to actually start to heal or teach people how to heal themselves yeah. through body. Mm. What a ride. Oh, yeah. my goodness. It was a bit of a... <laughs> <laughs> what a time. Like everyone's shoulders were kind of like... <laughs> yeah. I had chills. My shoulders were up. I yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. But it's just, <laughs> do you feel like the work that you do, like I, I want to go back, I want to mm. go back to you. I want to go back to when you, are you, are you, did you see things that you just want to change and like even dealing with, um, you know, the perpetrators, mm. like 
were you doing that for your inner child or someone like is it you were trying to protect your family or what what was it I honestly feel like when I and I've sat down and I've thought about this a lot in my you know overthinking ways (laughs) of I think it was very much like I have such a keen interest to know how people work and how people's brains work and there was more understanding and empathy I wanted to throw myself into the most chaotic and darkest situations because there was a part of me that thought that I could, I would be the catalyst for change. So that was pretty toxic of me as well, to be completely honest with you, because now being more matured in this space as well, it's like, I can't fix people, but I used to think that I, you know, I was like, I can fix it and I can change it. And, um, I think anyone who gets into that healing space initially, initially does think they unconsciously can. have that, yeah. that thought. Um, and it was doing more harm than good to my nervous system, but I'm so grateful that I got to experience yeah. it. Um, one of my best and, and favorite jobs that I forgot to mention as well is addiction. So I worked with addiction. Yeah. Um, quite a lot and I actually got to implement my breath work and my meditation wow with recovering addicts so in a rehab which was amazing I was like here I am I finally get to actually incorporate the two of them and just seen such amazing results as well so addictions um really big for me my my dad has been an addict my whole life, so and so has my brother. He's been addicted since he was 16 and he's 27 now. So, wow. yeah. Big part. Yeah. yeah. And my way, again, of helping was to be assistance to oh. others. Oh yeah. Gosh, yeah. Really, <laughs> oh, the feels, mm. honestly. Um <laughs> Now I want to thank you, thank you so Pleasure. much for sharing. Thanks Honestly, for... I know it's 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 not easy. Um, no, it's it's very much you know it's it's funny, and I think the reason that I don't, I actually don't like speaking. Yeah, and right. again, this yeah. is you know the healing spaces, and I think a lot of us don't like to be seen and don't like to tell our yeah. stories. So mm-hmm. my heart is beating, but it feels really good to be asked so yeah. thank you oh, no mm. honestly from, from same same uh, it took me a long time to open yeah. up about any of my stuff in inverted commas um and it's yeah I, I said to you before the more we speak about the dark and and our individual stories it gives other people permission to even touch the surface like open up a little can of worms mm. um which will eventually turn into I hope uh you know a healing journey for them that they can stop living in suppression and and be um and it's just like a domino effect I hope Mm. um so yeah no I I really appreciate just having this open conversation um but yeah I want to I want to move on to the women yes (laughs) the ladies um in terms of being a bold woman I love that you have you show up in the world like you are super spiritual um a deep feeler deep thinker and you're you from what I can see, so connected to the earth and nature mm. and life in its essence. But then you're this young, vivacious, fashion-loving <laughs> woman that can just, you know, vibe with the, with the best of them. And I love, I love that. Like, mm. tell me more. Like, how do you, how do you find that little balance where you're just like, I, I can be both. I don't have yeah. to wear linen and yeah. <laughs> um, be surrounded in 
oils um 24 7 Mm. to be spiritual like I so I so get and that's that's the rebel in me I think that's been there since day one and and that's why I'm like no I'm not going to call myself a coach I'm multi-modality and it's like there's this want to confuse people for the benefit of themselves okay um but like I said to you before owning all of those different parts of me so like we spoke about before as well, to give the next person that permission slip to do the same. Yeah. Because, you know, I've had women come to me of like, you know, I see you as really sexy. Like how can I embody that part of me? And it's funny because that part resonates with them and then I get another person that's like, I see you as really feminine and strong. How do I be more of that? And I was like, because you're owning, when you begin to start to step into all of those parts of you, and own it and I I don't really have an answer for how I do that I think it's just stripping away the belief system that I'm meant to be anything for anyone else oh preach (laughs) yes you know what I mean it's just we wake up every day from Monday to Friday as a different person and it's like can I allow myself the space and the freedom to just fucking be that? Yeah. You know, that, that is when I truly, and it wasn't an easy feat. Like there's definitely times where I was like, oh, I need to like get into the linen and wear the flowy dress (laughs) and wear the oils. And then I was like, no, it's, it's me. It's my essence. It's my energy. It doesn't matter what the fuck I'm wearing, you know, (laughs) it really doesn't. And people have said to me like, you don't look like a healer. And I love, there's a quote that's like, she doesn't look like a healer and um, the universe responds and says, we're not looking for actors. Yeah, right. Yes. I love that. Yes. And a good question to pose, some people say to you, are you spiritual? And I'm like, what's spiritual to you? Like, yeah. tell me what your understanding of spirituality is. And they'll be like, you know, crystals and oracle <laughs> cards and all that shit. And I'm like, no, I'm not spiritual then. Like if that's your understanding, no, I'm not. So just, yeah, really breaking down beliefs and societal expectations and just I love confusing and being allowing myself to be a walking contradiction. Mm, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, breaking free the sheep. Like because we do, we just we just think, oh, that's how it is. That's that's. Yeah what I need to be or what I need to look up to. And I, I think mums do the same, like in that mum, mummy mode, it's just like, no, like, and I've in my own mm. transformative years just gone, I will wear my dunks in my car. Yes. Um, yeah. Even though I, I get side eyes at school pickup, um, but it's like, <laughs> it, it is who I am. And it's that, yeah, finding that essence yeah. and going, yeah, I can, I can be all those things. I can wear a dress. I can, um, show up in a million different ways. I can be dark and light and mm. rebellious and sexy and yeah. goofy as fuck. But I love that, Jessie, because yeah. it's like, you know, something that's been coming up for me recently is like I am so terrified to be a mum. Right. And because it's that unknown territory of like I have no idea what that part of me looks like. <laughs> that's the fun bit. Yeah. <laughs> And to hear you say that of like, you know, I'm going to rock up in the dunks and my cargoes and like seeing you walk in today, I was like, she's fucking cool. <laughs> and then that's that permission slip, right, as well of like that's the mum I want to be. Yeah. And, and to- the thing is I was I was not like this for mm. 
a good like my eldest is 15 yeah. and uh, for a good 12 years of his life I was I look at I look older back in when I look back at photos in, in my marriage and I just thought I look <laughs> way older way sadder yeah. and just different mm. like I I wasn't giving myself permission to be who I was yeah. like really truly and um yeah I want that I know that that's the conversation that comes up the most mm. in in my community is just like how do I there's so much there's so many walls so many barriers mm. to get through like just give me one sort of like prompt to yeah. get me on my way and I think I'm trying to do that with this platform is mm. like there's there's lots of little steps and just talking about it hopefully gives women the the courage to be like oh I it's there's option there for change in their life yeah yeah Yeah. option for change and then as well like not buying into the experience of everything that's going on around you yeah the noise Mm. yes absolutely talk to me about masculine and feminine energy yeah I love that you asked me this I was actually um and you're not the first person to ask me about that question and I was like do I post about mask and femme energy or is it just something that maybe I embody because I know that I dance between the both quite freely um and for a lot of my life I didn't identify but I was like I was definitely more in my masculine okay energy um you know my dad and my brother are super masculine um you know fought their whole life boxing trips my whole life my whole childhood football and my mum like she's the most beautiful elegantly spoken woman but she's just got that like that roughness to her as well yeah Yeah. the inner mongrel I love that (laughs) I love that that's (laughs) I like that a lot I'm gonna use that (laughs) (laughs) I love it And so she was very much, I would say that I was, you know, brought up strong. I remember, oh, I'll save it actually for when you ask me that. Yeah, yeah. My my piece of wording. Yeah, yeah. Flashback babes. Yeah. the wording. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Live your week by. So I would say a lot of me really identified and, and felt this real calling to be feminine. And I think my energy actually showed up as that a lot mm. because although... I felt like I had to fight my whole life, um, which was the case. I grew up in a household there. There was constant chaos. You know, love for me looked like domestic violence. Touch for me looked like um, abuse. So you learn to be really detached and really hard at a Mm. young age Mm -hmm. and, you know, growing up and then identifying and becoming more of a woman you start to go, well, fuck, now I have to actually learn to let people into my life and I actually have to learn to let this armour down and let people do things for me. Mm. And, yeah, it's been a real struggle to actually release that independent side of my masculine to now fully embody and dance between um, receiving and creating and stuff like that. So, um the main difference between the two for me is my masculine when I'm in that energy I'm logical I'm driven I'm you know very clear on my direction Mm. and I'm independent and it's like 
I'm getting my shit done. Yeah. And then my feminine, I would definitely say I'm more in most of the time and it feels good when I'm in that because I'm creating and I'm allowing myself to just be and receive all of the downloads and not have to act on them but just let them kind of absorb me in full. Yeah, right. Mm. So that's what, yeah, I I must – far out my daily mass and feminine energy just must have head to heads or because I I think as a single mum as well yeah I find it so hard because I think naturally my feminine energy is who I am I was always a a child away with the fairies and just like hopeful and creative and willing to just go with the flow Mm. um but yeah I think it's very unnatural for me to be have like concise and direct like urges to do like do or be something and I I feel like that's quite forceful but I've had to do that recently Mm. um so yeah to be able to break it down like that like so is there is there one that we should sort of be pushing more than the other not at all I feel like there's you know and it's the same with men like it exists within all of us it's like the light and the dark the yin the yang the feminine the masculine it's the the contrary to life Mm. it's like we get to gracefully dance between both of them when we need to and there's times like you just mentioned where you have to kind of step up and be more in that masculine energy to when something needs to be done there's a deadline and you're kind of like okay I need to move into this energy um you know the right side I like to say um you know, to get this done. Yeah. And then your feminine, like you just said, it's like urging for rest afterwards. You're like, I just want to rest in this now. And I don't want to have to keep doing that because it doesn't feel natural for us as as women to constantly be stuck in that mask energy. Yes, right. Mm. That makes so much sense. So and so in a part in a sense of having a partner is that when they say you know, if you're too much in your masculine and it sort of does it bring, does it make your partner feel less there's, needed or? There's um there's actually a book called The Way of the Superior Man. Okay. And it's actually quite, it's a little bit triggering for, to read as a woman. Okay. Because it completely decodes men. Okay. And you, <laughs> you read it and you're just like, you, how to, like, there's so many question marks that come up and yep. the triggers are beautiful because you're kind of like, well, you know, let me be open and flexible to this. But it speaks about in there how some men are actually more feminine and they yep. prefer a masculine woman. Right. You know? Yeah. And then there is some neutral where it's like they're a happy balance of both and they can play between both energies and then there's some really masculine men that demand like that feminine energy and love that feminine energy of just being able to give and what can I do for you and can you allow me and stuff like that so I truly think that through experience that there's times even with my partner now like there's definitely times where as much as you'd hate to admit it there he can be more in his feminine energy than what I can yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. and you know he's been a beautiful mirror for me with with um stepping more into my feminine energy for sure because that trust has to be be there you know a lot of us are in our masculine not as a choice but because we've had to learn somewhere along the way that we got let down Mm. 
you know, we couldn't depend on someone else and I'm going to have to do it myself. And then we just get stuck in that cycle because we can't hand it over. When someone offers us help, we're like, no, I don't trust you to do it. Oh I don't trust gosh. you to do a good job of it anyway. So, mm. oh, I can relate. Yeah. <laughs> so much. And just even just the self-sabotage of yeah. just going, oh, we shouldn't be together. Like this is early days where you're yes. just like, you know, pushing it away. But mm. we're just so used to just figuring, like I always said, like I'll just figure shit out. Yeah. I'll just figure it out. Uh-huh. I've done it my whole life. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, having someone step in going, you know, you don't actually have to. Like yes. we can do that together. And it's like. Even oh. hearing that can be so. Yeah scary because yes. you're like what do you mean yeah what do you want yeah what do you want <laughs> what do you want from me and I I think as well it, it very much backtracks to what was our first example of a man mm-hmm. you know mm. yeah not great yeah um yeah I, I've I've said before I've been let down by the majority of men in my mm. life and yeah to be able to I, I don't think it's I don't think it's a constant like a the word coincidence that um I'm raising two young men as well I think it's just such a gift um to be able to help I don't know it's not I don't want to put the pressure on them to like help right the wrongs or anything like that but I feel like it's been a massive mirror for for me to be like you can teach them to be open and communicate and have love and Mm. um and just yeah give them all the things that I, I wish the men in my life had been given so that this cycle never started in the first place. And if I, I, I didn't have anything to do with the start of the cycle, I'm definitely mm. going to have something to do with the breaking of it yeah. for sure. Yeah, 100%. I yeah. love that. But yeah. it's like, no, it stops stops, stops with me. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's beautiful. Um, So there will be many women listening to this mm. and thinking, wow, like what a strong young woman, like, like – how Mm. how do I even if it's not ingrained in me if it's not part of who I am how do I become bolder especially I find I've been bold recently and it's been looked down upon and there's been women around me that I'm like come jump ship and it just (laughs) hasn't happened and that's okay it's not on them it's and it's not my responsibility Mm. but I just want more for them um how what if something's stopping them where do they start what's what's something that they can do to sort of start mm. heading in that direction to stand up for themselves or, yeah. or want, better for, want better for themselves I think and you know this is a conversation that is coming up for me at the moment where we it's not going to feel comfortable this transitional phase that we're in of wanting more and then choosing the same waking up the same and then doing the same things that we always have, responding the same way, talking the same way. I'll give an example of actually how you can start to step more into your boldness and your confidence. And what I mean by that is actually learning to receive what you're asking for in full. That's what bold means to me is actually going, I want this. And then when you're given it or when it shows up, you accept that in full because you are the creator, you know? And I will go off on my my energetic languages at times, but I'll try to make it as simple as possible. Um, I challenge you that when you're ordering your coffee or when you're asking for food or when you're asking for something that you're giving an energetic exchange for, you're buying into that experience. So 
for example, I would often go and order my coffee and I'd be like, hi, can I please get, um, and thank you so much. Oh, and I'm really sorry. I forgot to mention that that was on oat milk. And can I please get a little bit of honey? In there? I'm so sorry to be a pest. Oh my gosh. I've bought for that. I've bought that coffee. What the fuck am I apologizing for? What am I saying thank you a hundred times for? And it's just like, it has nothing to do with that experience of being nice. There's a difference between being nice and being kind. Yeah. And I was communicating like that because I just had such low self-worth of receiving and asking for something that I want. Yeah, and paid for. And paid for. So it's like I challenge you to the next time that you order a coffee or the next time that you, even if someone gives you a compliment, just say thank you once and receive it in full. Oh, my gosh. I am that coffee yeah. order, by the way. That I is know. me. I, I still like... have to catch myself. Like, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. You start cringing when you realize because yeah. you're like, no, it's all, and it does. It makes your body feel uncomfortable because those stories come up of like I'm being rude. You know, I'm – and when women set boundaries, you know, we're perceived as bitches or we're perceived as rude and it's like, no, that's what asking for what you want is. Yeah. And that's the only way that you're going to – move forward into this essence of who you are and receive more of what you want instead of staying where you are and feeling powerless and what happens when we feel powerless we start to it's a substitute we start to complain we start to like moan about it we start to experience jealousy for those that are doing the thing and like how beautiful because that's all insight for you that that's I know how to to be there and I just have to make that choice now and it's in it's not in a big transitional it's not a big transformation I should say it's in the little moments like ordering your coffee yeah that'll get you there slowly Mm. just like taking back your power stepping into your power and just being unapologetic like letting it be uncomfortable yeah it's gonna feel really like oh my God, they're going to think that I was so fucking rude just then. It's like, no, they're not. Yeah, so you can still be, you're saying you can still be kind. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just don't need to be the nice girl anymore. And when we speak in energetics, the universe does not know the difference. It's just responding to your frequency. So Mm. if you're confused or you're, you know, you're not sure energy of what you want, It's just going, yep, her over here, she doesn't really know what she wants and she doesn't know how to receive well. So let's keep giving her more experiences of that. Wow. And beautiful because we're going to keep getting the lesson over and over so that we can respond differently. You know? (laughs) Wow. Amazing. It explains so much. (laughs) So many lessons to be learned. But, yeah, no, I'm going to – you watch tomorrow morning. I'm going to order that coffee. Yeah. I'll be like – yeah. Get and, me my coffee. Now. And the compliments too, that's another one. It's, yep. it's like they're always around us and we don't even realise because we're so busy sending them back. Yeah. And again, that all we're signalling to the universe is like, oh, I don't want that, send it back. And then we're like, oh, I wish people would compliment me more. And then it's like, but when you fucking get them, you're not receiving them mm. in full. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And frequency, I love that word. Yeah. I believe in, I believe energy is everything and being on a frequency and like being in your true light and, and, and aligned and all that jazz, Mm. um, matters. Um, what, what do you feel is frequency? What is that? How the world works? I would say, and I know, you know, over time I've 
even growing up in a small town, like this wasn't, that language wasn't big for me. So I feel like there is still such a bogany slang to the way that I speak because I do try to accommodate to whoever's in front of me. Right. And so when I say, you know, there's a quote out there where it's like in the streets, we call it vibes, like in, we call, we can call it energy or the universe or a feeling. It doesn't matter. It's all the same thing. It's, it's what it means for you, but it's that gut feeling of knowing, um, when I speak, yeah, frequencies are like quantum physics for me. So I'm a, I'm a big geek in that. Right. Um, I've actually learned over time to not dull down my language. Right. So, yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, frequency to me is is being the essence and speaking, talking, being who who you're moving into. Yes. It's like your frequency is is who you are. Yeah. Yeah, where you frequent in yourself, mm. I suppose. Yeah, yeah that level. Because um, you do, you do just feel so energetically drawn to things or people, or yeah. and that has to be. I one of my favorite things that when people are like, "There's no such thing as energy," or the, you know, like yeah. the, the spiritual side of things. I'm like, you think about the moon and the power mm. it has on the tide. Like, you tell me that that's not magic, and you tell me that like us being made of water, that yes. that's not going to have an effect on yeah. us as beings. Hundred percent, like, and I I love those, and that's the way of explaining it, right? It's yeah. like, yeah, we can seem like mad women that like we don't run naked under the moon. Like no. it's just like we we it's a thing. Yeah, it's a feeling, and yeah. it's a trust in something bigger than us, and it's a trust in Mother Nature. And you can't tell me you look at that sunrise or sunset each yeah. morning, like morning and night and go that's magic doesn't exist Mm. like there is something there and it's bigger it's so beautiful Mm. um and I feel like energy and frequency and spiritual is just about tapping into that magic that's on offer for free Mm -hmm. um and I feel that that my journey into being more whole and spiritual and in myself um has been just um yeah, sh- shutting out that noise of like skepticism of, of other people because yeah. it's always been in me. I've mm. always been the girl that has loved flowers and made fairy potions from like it's like one of my earliest yes. memories. So I don't know where we lose that along the way. Mm. Um, and I feel like I'm just grown up now yeah. and I still do the same. Because um, once you see it, you can't unsee it. Right? Yeah. And it's like for the logical people out there that can't make total sense of it, it's like – you either choose to see the magic or you don't. Mm. And for us over here, it's like, do we spend our time trying to explain to them what it means or do we just go, look, that's just what I choose to see. Yeah. And it's always going to be here for you to step into if you so wish, Yeah, you know, and just peer your head in and get curious about it. And if you don't like it, don't wear it. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's, that's the biggest thing to to know, isn't it? But once you've seen that magic and you experience life in that way, it's like, no, I prefer it over yeah, here. Actually. Yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna much prefer it. Yeah, I'll be over here. Yeah, and doing my thing. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for sharing. I could talk all day, but we'll go into our segments because there's more questions over cool. there from the community. Um, so first segment is um love letters. Love letters. Okay. I'm terrified of aging. Is this something that worries you too? Would love to know your thoughts. Mm. I feel like actually when we were speaking prior to this, um, 
it's hard for me to say because I still I've never felt an age you know I've always just felt like I can relate to a 94 year old and a three-year-old so easily so aging for me is again I'm gonna say it it's an energy it's an energy and fuck I think aging is beautiful because I just feel like you start to embody more Mm. of your learnings and your lessons and I will speak for myself personally but a lot of the times that I spent in victim mentality I can now see that as like the biggest catalyst for again my creation of being like no I I had to experience all of that and I'm so grateful I experienced it young yeah so that I can begin to grow now Mm. but as well I feel like I would actually love for you to share into that question because Ah. (laughs) for me when you asked me that I was kind of like I've never actually been asked that before because maybe because of my age as well like well I I feel like you're an old soul but mm. also it is irrelevant because I'm the same I feel as someone who's nearing 40 age is an energy and I don't you're I don't, 40. Near 40. Holy like, shit, guys. Can we just? <laughs> I'm nearly 38. Oh, no, I'm 38. Oh, wow. gosh. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> it's irrelevant, right? Um, but, yeah, I just – I think, yeah, I've written a poem about it. I've, aging is a privilege and it's, like, something um, that I just think is people – so many have been deprived of and mm. so, for me, yes, it – you know, the greys show and the wrinkles come about, but the quality of each day and month and year that ticks by and the gift of life is just like so beautiful to me mm. that I'm like I I don't want to ever be like, oh, I hate ageing. Mm. It's, it's, it's such a throwaway comment that, um, you know, it's just a privilege to, to be able to to grow old and yeah each each year that ticks by you honestly like go through you learn so much you grow as a human and you like I could never have imagined like when I was 25 Mm. that I would be who I am like I don't know what I even envisioned back then for me at 38 but I just know that looking back every time I've dreaded an age coming mm. up. I've gone, oh, you know, I'm going to be 30. I'm going to be – I look back now at 30. I'm like, 30 was so young. And then I know that I'll do the same when I'm 45. I'll look back at 38 and go, you were so yeah. young, you idiot. Like, mm. just relax. Um, and I know that the the fear of ageing, a lot of it comes from just the fear of death. Yeah. Like, it's just at the end of the day, people don't want to leave this earth. They don't want to miss out and mm. they don't want their kids to miss out on them or, or, or anything like that. Um so I get that, mm. that I fear, like I, but I also know um, our life, it, it is mapped out and, and you just got to like make the most of every day. Yeah. That's all you can do. Mm. Um, and soak in moisturizing cream <laughs> in the meantime. I love um, that. Yeah. I love when that question came up, I was like, you know what, I actually, I don't know how to answer that. Yeah. And yeah like to hear that you've wrote, written a poem and even you speaking into that just then it's like that's really cool because it's something I haven't thought about yeah just yet something to be conscious of I suppose 100 yeah. percent and um like what I heard you just saying was like really learning to slow down mm. to be in the moment yeah yep Absolutely. another five will pass and you'll be like, oh, my God, that was young yeah it's that that the moment that I had that thought where I was like I I remember dreading this age and mm. here I am. And then 
I remember, yeah, just looking back and going at every single age that I feared, I wished that I was back there to mm. be able to go. Embrace gonna, it. Yeah. yeah. You're going to yeah. do this and have the best. Like you're so young. like this, And I'm sure I'll still be doing that at every milestone. Yeah. Maybe I'll stop thinking like that maybe when I'm like 100. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, okay, now I'm old. <laughs> old as fuck. Yeah. So next question, saw on your page you are working with Tammy Hembro on her fitness app. What's that been like? It has been really cool. Um, they they actually reached out to me. I've only lived on the Gold Coast for two and a half years now and I remember just getting a DM one day and I was like, that's, surely that's just like a fake page. <laughs> and... Yeah, it wasn't. I actually lost my Instagram. I would have only had a couple hundred of followers. I was really just working out at the rehab and doing some beach sessions, community sessions here and there. Like mm. I wasn't really putting myself out there. out there loudly, but my energy obviously was. <laughs> and this experience came about and um, yeah, it was really cool. They actually didn't have any form of mindfulness in their app just mm. yet. Um she has been amazing to work with. She's one of the most down-to-earth mm. humans ever. Yep. Um, we just went, recently went to Bali actually for – I saw that. That looked incredible. It was, yeah. it was sick. And, yep. you know, one of the things that I've – I put on my vision board as like, you know, a 17-year-old was like, I'll be teaching yoga over in Bali in a few years' time and – there I was, you know, it was more evolved in the sense that like meditation is my my thing. Like mm. I love guiding people through meditation. Um, and yeah, it was looking at the sunrise every single morning. I think it was 5 a.m. We would meditate over the ocean and watch the sunrise coming up. And oh. it was just such an, it's been a, an amazing experience and That's some really cool opportunities. So good to hear. Yeah. So good to hear yeah. that it's been a positive experience. It's like, been incredible. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. All right, we're going to move on to our flashback faves. Flashback faves. Cool. A little bit of nostalgia to yeah. end the show. Um, we'd love to know what young Brielle a song or a movie or a moment in time that you just look back and go yeah that was my jam back mm. then and it's like never left you you know when you asked me I knew that this was coming and I was like I actually don't know and for a really long time it took me ages to tap back into my childhood mm. memories which mm -hmm. I'm sure you can relate yeah and when you mentioned the word fairy potions just before I was like oh my god there That's it the is thing. so I was like thanks for that direct <laughs> Channel, but I used to make um, like perfumes. I used to say oh like God. I was going to be a perfume maker when I get older. <laughs> and I used to jump over the neighbor's back fence, like the little rat bag I was, and steal their beautiful roses oh off their God. beautiful rose tree. <laughs> and for my for my own benefit, and um, I would go and make these little potions, and I would like walk around the neighborhood and like drop them off into mailboxes. Yeah, I used to say to my mom, like, you watch, mum, I will be a perfume maker one day. Oh so I just, like, and even to this day, I'm so interested in, like, naturopathy and, like, yep. potion making and using my hands. Like, I've realised that sensuality and, like, touch is mm. my strongest sense. So, um, yeah, that's probably one of my favourite favorite memories is just doing that and having so much, finding so much joy and just... Um, 
hours passing of just doing that by myself. Oh, yeah, loved so it. Beautiful. I I'm with you. Just anything with petals and yeah. just yeah, I think yeah, just that connection to the earth at such a young age and just like the colors and and making yeah, I think it's just such yeah. a raw essence of being a child and being a young girl I suppose and 100%. taking that on yeah I'd still I still want to release a perfume that'd be nice yeah yeah I, know. <laughs> I think mine were a little bit toxic I was filling, <laughs> filling them up with like shampoo and conditioner and god knows what the amount of times that my neighbors caught me and they just were like get out of here scream <laughs> scream <laughs> I don't know why that work. Literally, so it's like, and that's it's so fitting as well because yep. they were they were so forgiving. But after like you know the tenth time, they were like, Get nothing's growing here. anymore. <laughs> it's taken us years. Oh, that's so good. Mm. Um, okay, final segment. I'm sad this is coming to an end, but um, I know it goes yeah. super quickly. Doesn't yeah, it? yep. Really yeah. quickly. I I could I could sit here and just chat all day. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, it's. Just the vibe. Um, mm. Words to live your week. But I, I am dying to hear what words um, you love mm. and would love to impart with the listeners today. That's something that they can take and and lean on during the week because um, mm. this drops on a Monday. So we like to sh- yeah share some wisdom, but yeah. I'll leave that with you. Words to live your week by. Yeah, I think this is, this is, this is tricky for me. Um, because this is and this is how my brain works and I do apologize and when I hear you say you know words to live by my brain immediately thinks outside the box and is like I don't want to be bound to these words for the rest of my life and I it's so annoying that that's where my brain goes but my answer to that is like allow yourself to be a contradiction allow yourself full permission to contradict yourself Mm. you know allow yourself to change and you're never you're not bound this is something I say often you're not bound to who you were yesterday you know you're not bound to who you were at the start of this podcast when I met Mm. you or five minutes ago it's like we always have a choice Mm. to change like now so yeah beautiful (laughs) ever evolving I call Mm. it um but yeah it's to be able to hear that like yeah totally goes against words to live your week by because you're saying literally don't like you're you can change it up constantly and that's okay Mm. yeah Mm. yep no and I I'm I stand by you in that like it's a very beautiful powerful thing to allow yourself to do Mm. is to not confine yourself to whatever it is that you or others have made you feel you need to be Mm. um yeah and that's truly stepping into your power for sure yeah and I think like adding on that because like you said there's it sounds like a lot of your audience is kind of like how like yeah well how do I start and how do I do that and the, the biggest it's really it can be really difficult because our body is you know we don't create an experience from what we want it's actually what we believe right yeah so until we actually start to gain that trust in believing in ourselves and what we can start to create is real and tangible then can we actually start to see change and I hope that that little exercise of just ordering your coffee yeah 
and accepting a compliment in full and allowing that to feel really uncomfortable. But being like, no, well, why do I feel uncomfortable accepting yeah. things? Why do I feel uncomfortable receiving something? It's because I don't believe it to be true. So how can I start to change that self-belief? Mm. Mm. Magic. Brielle, Holmes, everyone. <laughs> God, I'm like sweating and I'm thinking in my head, where did that go? <laughs> where did we go? <laughs> Someplace beautiful. And I, I'm, I'm sure that we will get plenty of feedback from the listeners. Um and yeah, I just we'll we'll drop all the info in the show notes as to where to find you. And um, yeah, I just can't thank you enough for taking the time today to come chat thank and so um, open up um, and be who you are. Like it's just so refreshing to talk and witness someone just living so deeply and truly. So thank yeah. you so much for having me. It's been it's been incredible. I feel lit up right now and I get to carry this out throughout the rest of my day so thank you all for hearing <laughs> amazing thank you Brielle <laughs>